Welcome to another edition of the Career Conversations podcast brought to you by Hunter Recruitment Group. I'm Craig McGregor and thanks for listening. Today we've got a special guest, Deb Mirish. Uh, Deb runs her own bookkeeping business but it's so much more. I, I think of her business as, as a kind of a outsourced CFO and she's really taking the disruption of products like Zero and is bringing it to the small to medium business market. It's really fascinating to explore her career and, and how she's evolved as a person and, and we have a, a bit of a discussion around how she became or her business became the national uh, Zero business partner for Australia. It's great to have a small little business out of Maitland that's won such a prestigious award in 2017. So sit back and enjoy our conversation with the fantastic Deb Mirish. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hunter Recruitment Group, specialists in permanent recruitment, labour hire and HR consulting. Start a conversation with us today via our website hrgroup.com.au or at our socials, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. So welcome to the Career Conversations podcast, Deb Mirish. Thank you, Craig. So I'm a bit excited to talk to you. You're an award-winning business owner here in Maitland. <laughs> so I want to start with that. I want to start okay. with where you are now as opposed to the start of your career. Okay. Tell me about your business and what you do. So my business is Biz Synergy. So it focuses or it sits in the pocket of bookkeeping, um, but we are a little different in that we are we have accountants and bookkeepers. So we sit in a pocket to the side in between a... a basic bookkeeper and a tax agent. So most most bookkeepers wouldn't have accountants, is that why you're different? Tell me why. Yes, it is. Well, yep. well, I believe why we're different. Yep. Yes, because we have that higher end skill set um, that um, a lot of the everyday bookkeepers yep. generally don't don't have. Okay. Um, so you're so providing a different service? We, we are. So it yep. allows us to um, help businesses with internal accounting type roles or CFO, virtual CFO yeah, okay. type roles where a bookkeeper can take it to a certain level. And look, don't get me wrong, there's bookkeepers that have, there's some great bookkeepers out yeah. there that have really strong accounting skills too. Um, but it, it does let us um, fulfill roles that need that higher level. Do you see that as the future of your market, that Most definitely. CFO? Most definitely. Because yeah, okay. as um, the whole industry is being disrupted at the moment with technology, yeah. um, well, with two things, outsourcing of labour to overseas, which is something I don't believe in, and yep. I'm quite strongly live or die by that decision. Yep. It doesn't make me as price competitive. I was going to say it makes you, you a bit more expensive. It does, do it but, but again, I, I see that in a positive light. It's a point of difference for us as well. And I think there's a whole um, wealth of knowledge. Is the market responding to that? Is the market saying, yep, we want it, your It varies. I, oh, yeah, yes. As and I, and I think outsourcing it overseas? Yes, I, I do believe, yes, yep. I am seeing that. There's two trains of thought. Some just want, um, some clients just want the cheapest, cheapest price, price and they're not always a client for us. Yep. Um, you know, we have strong relationships with our clients, so I don't see how that can happen when they're trying yeah. to deal with someone overseas, different time zones, language barriers, um, and there's just a, well, there's a great pool there's, of knowledge in tax, our area, so why not use it? Tax law differences too. Like, there, there is, but yeah. we don't deal in tax. Um, okay. We're not registered tax agents, so we go to, we're registered BAS agents, BAS levels, but you have to have a general understanding of the tax rules. Um, but I, do, I am finding that it does allow us to take on those bigger jobs, which is the jobs we're picking up of late, um, that are for larger businesses that fill internal roles where they might not want or can't find a, a, a bum on the seat as an accountant as such. Yeah. Um, but they need that person that can handle the lower level stuff, but also the higher level stuff. And they're, trying, they're finding it hard to find that person that's got, that can do both 
those skills yep. and happy to do it for the price they're willing to pay. So is, is it mum and dad small business or is it medium business, large it's business? Actually, it's actually, it's all three. All three? Of late, yeah. it used to be a lot of mum and dad small businesses. In this last week, we've picked up um, two large IT businesses, one in our local area and one in Sydney. Mm -hmm. um, and we're fulfilling like um, two different roles, but in one in particular, it's right through from data entry up to reporting to um, the owners, yep. accounts receivable, accounts payable, payroll. Like, um, so it's, you know, when you strip it all back, it's the same yeah. basic premises. Well, I find that but really interesting that you've mentioned that you've picked up a big client in Sydney. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a, I'm a little bit parochial about Maitland and most people know that. Yes. Tell me about how Biz Synergy from Maitland I know, that blew me away. A, a Sydney client. Tell I know, me, tell I can tell process. you that's easy. So um, uh, I did a, um, I did a workshop in... I know, I know, and I, it was a bit of a surprise. Um, so I've had a connection, I was connected with an accounting slash financial business um, in Sydney um, through, um, I did a workshop in Brisbane after a ZeroCon one year yep. um, with a group called Panalytics. Um, so it's mostly for the accounting space, but I thought we're the same sort of model. So I, I know I can get something out of that. So I went to the workshop, I was the only bookkeeper in the room, yep. but I made some nice connections there with one of the mentors. I don't use them anymore um, because it did get to accounting model related for me. Yep. Um, but the connection I made with a certain lady there, she she connected me with this accounting firm. They needed help doing their own books. I, I love that. I story. know. I love it. It's I like... am such a preacher of human connection. I talk about mm -hmm. it through career transition and recruitment. And you're talking about numbers, figures, accounts. Mm -hmm. And what's been successful here is human connection. It has. And, I, and I, I didn't have... I had some workshops in a group session with this lady online and we just... Connect, I don't know, we just connected and obviously yep. she felt strongly that... And, 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 and I won the zero... We won, we won the zero award. We'll talk about And then later. not long... No, I know, but this is the transit. So we won the zero award and then this accountant reached out to her saying, this is what we need. And she said, I've got just the person for, for you. And she made the connection. So now we do their, they actually do their data entry. Yep. We do their financial management. You do the higher end stuff. Yeah. And so because originally it was short term to help them get back on track, but because they've been able to see that we can report to them on a level with graphics and like with graphs and all different key metrics that like we've got the software to do that. Yep. They don't have the time to get to it. So, so what you're talking about there is taking a transactional business. Because if, if you break it down, bookkeeping can be a transaction-based mm -hmm. business. You're taking that beyond the transaction yes. of adding value to your that's customer. That's right. And that's where we have to move because with automation, that was the second thing that's disrupting yep. our industry is automation. So if we were to sit and remain in the pure, what I'd call pure bookkeeping, we won't be around yep. or, or we'll, our, our work level will decrease because automation will, imp it will do a lot of it for us. I still am a strong believer that you'd still need a human checking it. Yeah. Um, but Look, I, I, I feel the same about recruitment. Yeah. So it's, it's obvious that there's going to be a disruption coming that I mm -hmm. call it the Uberization mm -hmm. of recruitment. It's coming. Yes. Will there be a spot for someone like me where I can really understand the human component of the recruitment space? I still believe there will. I strongly believe Just it too, Just like you're Craig. saying about bookkeeping. And, and it all comes back to me about human relationships. Mm. And I think, and that's one of our big points of differences apart from the skill set we offer that a lot of others don't, 
is that we focus strongly on relationships yep. and talking and so having those conversations really with people. understand what the customer's needs are yep. and provide a solution yep. for that customer. Because you can't, like, we have customers that come in close to tears on mm. the verge of a breakdown, husbands and wives um, yeah, okay. arguing sometimes, like, computer or a robot can't yeah, no. be that ear, they can't <laughs> be that mediator or they can't be the hugger. Yep. Um, and I, th I think there's a space for that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, so Biz Synergy's been going for how long? I never know how to answer this question because it's been going for longer than people have probably known about it, but in a very to the side. I'd say full on four years, full yep. on. Um, Early on, just myself, then a, then a second one, and then we went very quickly from two to four, and um, we're now at seven, not all full-time. Like yep. We have a lot of um, mums, all but one of us are mums, so yep. we, we have a flexible... So has technology helped with that, that they can log into Xero or other programs? It, it has, wherever? but I haven't gone down the remote model. Yep. I like the team to be together in the yep. office, so whilst it's possible if if push comes to shove and a job needs that to happen, most certainly it is is possible. What about and the dev? You can work oh, wherever. Oh, for me, I can work wherever. So yeah. I, I um, have a little another little computer that's easy to transport. So if I'm at home going to see a client in Sydney on the train, I can still work. So um, tell me why. Why did you set up your synergy? That's easy because I, lo because I love to help people. Yep. I love what I do and it come to a point where... I had an opportunity to step out of a role in an accounting firm where I was doing t largely tax and it, it wasn't doing it for me anymore. Like it wasn't, it, it wasn't me, it, I wasn't helping the clients, they were coming after the fact. Um, so when I got to the point where I had that opportunity That's a really opportunity interesting part of accounting, isn't it? You're looking backwards the whole time. I know and that's most frustrating because... You, you, you can get into the strategic planning side, but most mm. of it is tax. Yes. And, and, and the previous years, financials. And I think there's two reasons. That, you know, either they're scared to come and ask the questions yep. or they think it's going to cost them too much yep. or they just don't, I don't know, I don't, you know, they just weren't. And, and, and in that role I was in, I wasn't feeling I was doing anything but looking back and just keying numbers into... Yeah, so um, you wanted something more. I wanted something more. I wanted something where I could help people. And, and I, Michael, my husband, has always been that person in my ear, like, why don't you give doing your own thing a go? And yep. I've never had the confidence in myself I've spoken to, to take that in, step. Yeah, I've spoken to other people in the podcast about that. So yep. without Michael and his support, you don't think you'd be able to do it? Oh, I need, no, I don't think without having that push yeah. from him. How awesome is that? I know, it's great. And I, and I kick myself now. Um, that I didn't listen didn't to him a lot sooner. Yep. But I don't think, maybe I wasn't ready, maybe that, I, I don't know, I don't know. But I know I didn't have enough faith in myself. Yep. But also too, it was a weird step to take to move out of the accounting space into bookkeeping. A lot of people would see that as a backward step. Yeah, okay. And, 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 I, and I got over that. I thought, you know what, I don't care what anyone thinks if this is what makes me happy. And I've turned that into a space that does actually sit, I feel that sits in a pocket between the two. Um, I think you're sitting opposite someone who's done something very similar. Probably Most likely. people would see recruitment to HR as the normal step. Mm. And I did that, but then to go back from HR to recruitment where I felt more comfortable and where I could be more meaningful yes. and add some of the HR stuff to the small businesses that I'm Absolutely. So I can add more value than the average recruiter 
but I'm doing something more meaningful for me for you, than working exactly. in HR. So at the end of the so day, why do it? Think? And I know, and that's at the end of the day, that's where I, I sat, like, who cares? I, I, I got over that and I thought, I have learnt more in the space I'm in and grown as a person than I ever did in my whole career in tax, like tax accounting. Yeah, and what um, about the whole, like, I love owning my own business. I think it opens doors to you and I have had some fun. We did some fun with a fundraiser for the Maywell Group last year at, mm-hmm. at Melbourne Cup time. If you're working for an organisation, those things get limited. How, they do. How often can you do that sort of stuff? I think or, you're much more aut- autonomous. Like yeah, you can change quickly. You can be creative. You can. You know, opportunity comes across your desk. You can make a decision whether to do it That's or right. not. That's right. You haven't got the red tape and the hierarchy yeah. to go so through. Do you like that? You enjoy that? I do like you, that. Yep. Like, I don't get me wrong, there's lots of challenges in having your own business and I'll Absolutely. never, I'm honest in saying I still haven't got all my T's crossed. I don't, think, many I don't do. think anyone has <laughs> and I think that's half the problem. Everyone has this facade that everything's yeah. perfect and they're, you know, they're great. And, but at the end of the day, we're all human. We've all got things we still need to, like, just let's keep it real. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I just believe strongly in doing what you love and, and right at the moment... Although it's been, although I did have to take a pay cut, you know, you start a business, yep. you do have to sacrifice on some things, but over time that, that builds back up. There's a long-term goal. But it's all not about money either. It's not. You're, it's what, why you're investing do, why, in something yeah. that you love. You're not only, look, I look at this as well, and, and some people, I don't think they take this serious enough. So you mentioned you've got seven people yes. working for you. That's seven families that you're I know, helping. and that's, that's a big responsibility. Kids, netball dresses or soccer boots or you know, food you're putting on. The that's a contribution you're making to mm, the city of Maitland. That's right, yes. You know, that, that's and quite it's, big. It is, it's a big responsibility. Yeah. But if you've got and a great a cool team around you, too. it sort of is. Actually, and yesterday I was actually massaging one of the girl's <laughs> um, shoulders because I could see she was getting a little bit stressed because a, a lot of things are happening right at yep. the moment for us and it's exciting, but it's also daunting. Yeah. And... By the time this comes out, I will have told them about the other thing, but it wasn't. I couldn't tell them <laughs> yeah, yesterday yeah. because I could see that they You're were too stressed. too stressed. So I was um, massaging one of their shoulders. Come on, girls, are you all okay? Like this is good. This is good. It's just part of our journey. Yep. Um, I mean, just having that team around you. Well. Uh, I, you know, but you know what? I think what is a what is a leader like? What's the right type of leader like? And I think early in my career, one of my biggest faults was trying to be who I thought I needed to be to conform with other people's views. I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Like, it just, I just had to be me. Yeah, and and that, right. again, something Michael kept telling me, like I was scared of networking. Um, he said, Deb, you just have to be yourself. Yeah, but I right. always felt I had to be that, I don't know, I, someone different. Team, I, I think, and I don't know all of them, I've met a few of them, but mm-hmm. they'd be a reflection of the values that you have. And I think that's a big part of recruitment that most people miss is that, yep, Deb's at the front, Deb's the, the leader, the owner, but then if you're not, if you don't conform or you don't fit into what Deb sees as the organiser, it's not going to fit, it's not going to work for both the employee hmm. and the employer. So you're doing that either organically or on purpose when you're finding these people and they become a great team because of who you've selected and how they yes. work. And that stuff gets missed. But mm. when you're an award-winning business in Maitland, maybe it hasn't <laughs> been missed. So let's talk about that. So I was, I loved it last year. You were the National Bookkeeping Partner Firm of, of the Year. Partner of the Year, for Zero, yes. Which is a big business I'm, and a big deal for someone in Maitland. I know. That That's was phenomenal. It was Tell a us about it. shock. So we, we, it was the second year that we'd applied. I was encouraged the year before to apply. And I thought, oh, really? I don't, 
I'm not a one to chase awards and accolades, but I was, put, I, was, I was encouraged heavily to do it, so I did it. We didn't get through that year. I applied the second year because I felt that we had met the criteria a lot better. Yep. Um, and I, it was a great process of reflection. And even when I showed the girls our application, they said, oh my God, look at what we've look done what in the last year. So I think even at that point, it was a great process to do. But then when we got advised we were finalists, it was like, oh my God, <laughs> like little business in Maitland finalists in this national award. So before that, and you, be you, you went through state process, is that right? No, it's just one process. Okay. So um, each state has an accounting firm and bookkeeping firm selec selected yep. as the finalists. So you were selected as the New South Wales state yes. finalists. And okay. then those all go into the pool. No further criteria selection. Zero then make the decision on who is their yep. accounting bookkeeping partner of the year. If we had gone no further, just sitting at the Whistler which is where we went, we shut shop and we went to the Whistler to celebrate. Just sitting back, I remember sitting back, just not talking to anyone, just sitting back watching the rest of the team. I'm thinking if we go no further, just look at what this has meant to the girls. Yep. It was it was beautiful to watch, like yep. it was a real warm, fuzzy moment. But then to go to ZeroCon, um, I took one of the team with me. So I'm a recruiter, I've never been to ZeroCon. Oh, tell, so me, Zero tell me Con, how big it is. It's huge and it's growing every year. So ZeroCon is a two-day conference. We spread it across a week. We make <laughs> it. Um, it's a two to three-day conference, um, different state every year predominantly, but it is... Um, I can't, it's not, how do I explain it? It's just mind-blowing. It's not about if you're going to that to learn, it's for advisors. If you're going about that to learn how Zero works, it's not what it's about. It's about Zero puts so much into... Um, growing your business, growing your personal development. Um, it's more about that stuff. And Great. it's um, so, so the sessions are all focused around that. Yeah, there's some breakout sessions on some of the technical stuff and some of the add ons, but predominantly it's that big picture so stuff. They want you to grow your business. Yes, and they so really we're are. 20 people, 10,000 people, how many? Thousands. Thousands. Like last year, um, oh, I can't even remember the number. The first one I went to was um, 400 people. It's now, I think the last one, don't quote me on that, I'll probably get it wrong, but it was up around 4,000. Awesome. It's just growing exponentially yep. every year. Um, and then they have an expo area where there's um, hundreds of add-ons yeah. where you can go and look and talk to the different add-ons. Yep. So Learn it's like it. a, um, I leave that conference so pumped and energized. motivated and energised. Um, it's fantastic. So step me through that. So you're in this national finals. Mm -hmm. Sitting in that this chair in there. Maitland gets announced as the national finalist and I winner. What happens? It was like, <laughs> it was everything just went, so, there was so much noise around me, but my mind, it was just like, oh my God, did I just really hear what it was? It was, awesome. it was, um, it was awesome. Yes, it all happened so quickly. And I, during the conference itself, I I had to do some interviews and things, like we all had some things we had to do as finalists. And I started, the further the conference went along, the more I thought, oh, maybe we do have we this. The attention we were getting and the things people were saying to me, and I, I thought, don't, just ignore it. Yep. Take it all in, but just let it, you know, and just sat in that chair and I couldn't overthink it. I just, we had to sit in a certain area and I thought, okay, what will be will be, and then, it got announced and it was just like, oh my God. Um, didn't know what to do first. Like, I, I thought, just so get up and accept the award. At career highlight for you? 
Yeah, one of them, yes. Yeah, one of them? Yep. Yeah, de- most definitely. Okay. And so um, have you been able to leverage off it? I have. I didn't probably actively leverage off it immediately. I came back and, I'll, to be honest, I came back after it and I let that little bird on my shoulder talk to me a little bit, like a, um, that doubt in the back of your mind, like thinking... So you've just been awarded the national award I know, from zero and you've still got doubt in your mind. I know, and isn't that stupid? Like, I, And I had... I came back knowing I still had so much I wanted to do and needed to do. I was feeling really overwhelmed and I um, I had a conversation with um, someone I talked to, like a mentor. Yep. Um, and I said, I know I shouldn't be feeling this way, but all of a sudden I'm just feeling really overwhelmed and what is this award going to mean for us? And if it's going to mean more business, what about all these other things yeah. I need to get done? Like, So I had to... I had to leave the office. I left the office for a couple of days and worked from home just to get myself... It was a really bizarre. You yep. wouldn't have thought that that... No, but that's it, fine. But it... Um, Everyone reacts to things differently. Yeah, no, I was very happy. Don't get me wrong. It was just I felt very overwhelmed because yep. I still felt, OK, I've got this title, but I still felt I had... Shit, I needed to get done. Like. Yeah, OK. Yeah, but... So have I leveraged off it? So it's, yes, we've, you know, we've been able to put it across our branding... And whatnot. I would have said that it was a big influx in. I think it's been like a slow burn since yeah. then. Just having that branding of yes, we're the. But it validates you in terms it, of it you does know, other being able people to, to that's look at right. who am I going to use as a bookkeeping firm or as a partner? Oh wow, here's someone that's won a yeah. national award. Yes, and I didn't want to splash it out there to. I didn't want to leverage too much of it because of knowing what I needed to do yourself and want to do myself. I didn't want to grow rapidly. And not, you wanted to like, control. I, I, I wanted to control it. I didn't want to. If I, it was too fast, we'd be out of control, and I didn't want that. Well, then, before we get to your past, mm-hmm. what is the future then? What is that? What is it that you want to do? Tell me. I just want to keep doing what I love. Yep. Um. I think, for moving forward, it's it's being more conscious of the type of client we want to work with that values us. So you're being more selective. Uh, yes, I think we're at, well. Yes, definitely, we're at the point where we can be you more can selective, be. and I'm, I'm putting a lot of things in place to try and nut those clients out in that in um, scoping, initial engagement session to make sure they are clients that value what we do, that we want to work with, and they want to work with us. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, you put so much time and effort into it, and if they're really just looking at the cheapest solution, we're not. You're not the right. We're option. not the right option. Mm. You know, if they come to us. They'll get great, great, um, you know, value. Um, but if they're going to be, you know, yeah, if it's all just about dollar focused, and yeah, it's not who we are. To me. Yeah. Okay. So we've had some fun there talking about the future of bookkeeping, the disruption <laughs> yeah. that's occurring, your national award. Take me back right at the start. So Deb's in high school. Yes. She decides to do a degree in commerce. Why? Why? This might sound really stupid, but I loved maths. I was good at maths. And um, our next-door neighbour, who's no longer with us, was an accountant, worked in Newcastle. Um, So our two families were close. And I don't know, I just... I loved maths. I don't think at that age you really know really what you want to do. And I really didn't. I I, I started in Bachelor of Commerce. There you go. I was going to be an accountant. And when I went to uni, I hated it. Yep. And so I changed oh, look, and halfway through, Craig, I nearly pulled out. Halfway through, like, I, I got a job at an accounting traineeship in Newcastle, and that same gentleman, um, 
I was actually with his wife this morning. I now help her. Yeah, okay. Now he's passed on. So um, I used to travel sometimes in the car with him to Newcastle. And um, I did almost pull out of my degree halfway through because I was I had an accounting traineeship. I was working decent hours, plus going to uni and studying. It was a big load. And as I progressed through the accounting firm, my load at work got higher. And so did accounting at, at uni. Yes. And, so um, it's an interesting concept because I didn't do that. I went to uni and just did uni. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I reflect on that. I had lovely, awesome conversations with people about this. I actually think what you did is more fruitful than what I did. To actually be at work and doing what you're learning at the same yes. time, really beneficial. I just took what the teachers told me for granted because I didn't know any better. Yes. So, but it's a workload it, issue. It is a workload issue, and I got halfway through it, and I thought, oh my god, can I do this? Can I keep all this up? Young, you know, young kid like working huge, you mm-hmm. know, hours, and I thought it's a waste if I give it up now. Like, so I just persevered with it, and um, I made my way up the ranks fairly quickly into a senior management role. I never went on to do my CPA and CA. I didn't need to. I, I'd where the firm I was working, well, at the time, I had aspirations to be a, a mother. Yep. And so I weighed up, what sort of mother do I really want to be? Like, do I want to be a partner in an accounting firm with that massive workload where I can't have an and be the mum that I want to be? Uh, challenge for all women, It is. Really. So I decided, you know what, I've got to this level without my CA or my CPA. I'm just going to park that for now I don't think I need that right now and um, so I just went along those lines and then when our first child was starting school I decided it was time to move closer to home because it was um, so were you you still here in Maitland commuting to Newcastle yes so it was best part of an hour door to door so two hours a day so with a young child I was thinking two hours a day as much as I love my job in Newcastle and I really did love it I could do so much more with that Absolutely. two hours. So regretfully, I left there, and not long ago, long, long after that, Claire, like a second child came along. Mm. So I was able to find a job in Maitland with someone that used to work at the firm in Newcastle. So that was nice. Um, be close to the school. So and I had a very flex. I've always had a very flexible arrangement with my employers, and I think that's a two-way street. Like obviously, oh, I've is. given them faith that I am that person that will give and take I've done that with my girls in my team so I was able to lead work and be a mum a mum when I needed to be which is so important yep it is but it's not always not all workplaces are like that though and it's also we need to be respectful that that's not important to everyone either Mm. there are some people that their career is what's number one that's right so they choose that pathway Mm -hmm. and I'm happy with that as well yes but I also understand because I'm similar to you it's probably one of the key reasons why I started this business I want to be actively involved in my children and there's only a certain amount of time that they're going to want to be around dad so that's how right. can I maximize that time that's right so that flexibility and is it still to is me. a struggle I know oh, we all talk about work-life balance I still haven't got it right no. I'll be honest like no. it is a struggle sometimes and sometimes I feel guilty um, but I try to keep it real with the kids and be honest like you know but don't you it, think the other side to it is it's work great, ethic it's I think work ethic yes but a role model what a role model you're I'm hoping being. they're seeing that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping kids. they're seeing that. Yeah. And I do have, I know when... Mum's um, out there doing our, what she wants to do. Yeah. And I, and I have had conversations with my daughter just recently where she's tried to laid a little guilt trip on me, <laughs> as they do from time to time. I she's just 30. say to her, sweetheart, like, 
this is what mum loves to do. Mum has not done what she's loved to do from day one. I'm finally in a space where I'm doing what I love. And sometimes that means I have to work bigger hours, but you know that lets us do other things also. But it also gives me, because I'm the boss, I can go and do things with you yep. when I need. And so sometimes there are times where you might feel I'm not there as much, but then other times, there's times where I can be exactly where you need me to be. Yeah, it's a challenge, isn't it? And a bit of, But I want my kids to... I don't want my kids to be sit back and wait for things to happen. Like, I think you, if you want something in life, the only way you're going to get it is to get out there and give it a go. 100%. So um, whilst I don't want them to overwork themselves, I want them to to actually get out and have a go. So step me through. So you, so you come back to Maitland, you're working for a smaller firm, mm-hmm. but you're closer to home. Yes. Are you, you're still in the accounting space as an accountant? Still in a, a No, still in a tax agent practice. Yep, so yep. tax agent practice. So... Um, so you're doing that part-time, being a mum. Yes. How, how was that work? Did you enjoy the work? Were you working with big, small? What was the work? Um, it was work? mostly small, medium, and it was just repetitive yep. ta- tax. I had so some lovely it, clients. So did it serve the purpose? So it served the purpose of staying in your lane or in your field, mm-hmm. but being a mum. Yes, that's right. Yep. Yep. So, so that, at the moment, it, at that time, it did serve a purpose. And look, and I enjoyed the people I worked with. I didn't hate it. I but enjoyed it. Wasn't 100% it. You. It wasn't 100% me. But I'm the sort of person at that time. I just do what needs to be done. So I, if that's where I needed to be, to sit everything, well then that was fine. Yep. But then, I just things just opened up. But it. Tell me about that. I yeah. Want, so I so I had how, to. How did it open up? So so um, Michael had a business that was growing at the time. He needed help in that area, so I was actually doing that plus holding that job down plus like so being many a mum. Do. Yeah, so I did that. So you've got a small family business. Your yeah. husband's running. You're running his books. You're yes, his and I'm working for CFO, another accountant as well. And you're working for an accountant to get cash coming in for the family. That's right. So yeah. I then we got to a point where I, we could put someone on that I could train up in that role, and it got to the point that that person had that role sorted. Sorted. And I only needed to be at the higher end of that from here, from time to time. We also had some other things happening in the family that needed my time. And I got to the point, well, okay, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. And Michael said, why don't you do what I've always pushed <laughs> long, you to do? How long like, have you been pushing you for? Our whole life, our whole <laughs> married life almost probably. That's awesome. So um, I thought, you know what? And it still fitted with everything going on in our life. It, it could be as flexible as I wanted and it was just me at the time so I could just do as much or as little as I wanted, which yep. suited what was happening. And then, so I didn't market or anything. I had my little pen full of clients and then more clients started coming. You just kept growing. Word of mouth, right? yes. And then I remember being on a plane with Michael hopping off back in Newcastle and I'd had a conversation with him on the plane. I said, I'm on this fence. I don't know what to do. Do I say no to more clients and just be me? Like just be one, one person? Yep. Just stay as you or are. Or do I grow? And then when I got off the, um, is that what I want? When I got off the plane, I had a message from someone in another business around town that was looking to move. And I said to Michael, is that a sign? <laughs> I think that's a sign. I was, Let's go with this. So this this is yep. what we did. So I just I met with that girl. Um, we got along well. Just seemed to work, and off we went. Yep. So how fortunate are you to have Michael? Very. Yeah. 
because like we're I, a team. We're a team. Yeah. And we're both hard workers. Like it. But it's I, I I find it awesome and fascinating that there are other business people that don't have that, mm-hmm. that haven't been able to have the support or the just the we call it cheerleading, but yes. the person to go, you can do this. Yeah. And if you didn't have that, you may not have ever done it. No, that I probably may not ever. And I think just have have being on the same page in respect of some of those things is important too, because I can imagine there's couples out there where that support isn't there. Do you think him having his own business? Uh, gave him that mindset that you could do it if he didn't no, have it happened before then no okay, happened before he, then. he was Great. pushing me before then he yep. had more faith in me than I had in myself yep yeah good stuff which All is right. great so um, you've been working so you so tell me about biz synergy where did that name come from I find that one interesting I do recall sitting thinking about what the I was trying to come up with something that was encompassed around the needs of a business and making that simple and streamlined so I liked the word biz. I was trying to say something a little catchy, but still sort of yep. said a little bit about what we did. Um, I don't know, and I just come across those two words and together they just sounded right to me. Because yep. it's interesting, like you think in this day and age, I call it the Toys R Us age, the mm-hmm. Google age, of if you're gonna Google for toys and yes. Toys R Us, or if you're gonna recruit, uh, Google recruitment, we've got recruitment in our name. Yes. You don't have accounting no. or bookkeeping no, in your name. No, because I don't think bookkeeping fits what yep. we do. And cool. I don't like the word, I, I, So you're not a bookkeeper? I'm not a, no, we're not bookkeepers, but awesome. but if you compare us to accountants or bookkeepers, bookkeeping is where we sit. Yep. But I would love someone to create a word in between. Uh-huh. Like it, um, so I didn't want to have that. It's on our list of things we provide as service-wise, but I didn't want it in our name because yep. I think it's restrictive and misunderstood as to what our capabilities are. So from young girl doing accounting, commerce yep. at, at, at university, traineeship, different businesses to mm-hmm. now running a happy where your career's led to? I am. Yeah, good. Because I'm loving what I do. Yep. So I like it's, it. It's, has, it, has it evolved and led to that point, do you think? Like it was, a, they were all stepping stones to be, to get there? I think they are and different things that have happened along the way have just, um, like say the award and yep. what Zero have done for, for us post that with the year we've had with them, different things along the way have just given me more skills and more confidence in my personal development, different networking things I've done, they've all been, I don't know that I would have been ready back if I had have done it. I think yep. it, sometimes things happen for a reason, in, like in the order they happen for a reason. Excellent. All right, so you're involved a little bit in the community as well, I know. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yes. Tell me about, so we call them volunteer jobs, but they're passion jobs, aren't they? They are, and I have... Tell me a little bit I about have that, ha- Okay, so... So I'm involved in sporting, as you'd know. Yep. Um, so I help um, with the books with um, Maitland, FC. Maitland FC, yes, which is, and that that is a family affair for us. The whole <laughs> family pretty much is soccer mad. I'm the only yep. one in the house that doesn't play. So it made sense if I wanted to spend more time with them that I get on, okay. on the same page on something they're yep. doing, which has been great. Um, I also work with the Black and White Committee. So we raise money for Vision Australia. Um, they're a lovely, lovely bunch of ladies, and they, um, we raise a lot of money from two events for Vision Australia, which all stays in our local area now, which is great. Um, and um, well, I like to support a few other local charities. Like I always love um, Harry's House for wherever we can. We do things with them, but predominantly, um, more so of late, it's been Maywell. Yeah. Um, so you and I both We're know we do. We do another Melbourne I Cup hope event. so. Well, I think we are, aren't we? <laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah. So I. 
that's again, it comes back to my core. I'm, I love to help people. It's, yeah. it's satisfying. So, if, um, but that's interesting because you talked at the start. You're a busy lady. You've I know, got a but I think business. if you give a busy person, yeah, there's one business in Maitland. Their tagline is something to the effect of "Give a busy mum a job," and you know it'll get it get it it'll done. Get it done. Yeah, because um, I find that you know the struggle of paid versus non-paid, mm-hmm. passion versus business. Um, helping the community, doing what you love to do yes. versus doing what you have to do. How do you balance that? Juggling act sometimes. Juggling act. Yep. It is, but I have I have had to get better at saying no at some of some things, and yeah, that's absolutely. been a downfall of mine in the past. So I have I say at the moment my giving back to the community plate is full. I was reached out to by someone in Melbourne to help with a charity, and I just had to say I love the whole concept, but I Can't I'm sorry my my community plate is totally full because mm. um, I can't spread myself too thin. Yeah. Okay. But I, lo- I love those things. All right. We have a time machine okay. on our podcast. Okay. It's the Career Conversations Time Machine. We mm-hmm. rewind the clock to 20-year-old Deb. Yes. If you could talk to her now, what advice would you give her? I would say believe in yourself more. Yep. It comes basically down to that and don't, don't be misguided by what you think you have to conform to be to fit a role because I, I, if I could have wind the clock back, I just wonder how things might have been different if I had have done that Bit of and not been that naive, um, lacking confidence girl I was then because the minute I switched that off and switched on just be myself and be confident, so many doors have opened. Yes, that, that, that awesome. It's a great answer. It's a good answer and hopefully the young girls out there listening can so. hear and understand Hope it so. as well. So thanks for your time today, thanks, Deb. Craig. Thanks for coming onto our podcast. It's been a great story listening to your growth and I love hearing about your business and Thank like you. I've said it before, having an award winning business here in Maitland is just fantastic. It's been nice to talk to you. Cheers. It's been very easy. A special thanks to our guest today, Deb Mirish from Biz Synergy. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about her business, we've got some links up on our webpage at hrgroup.com.au. If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast or, or leave us some comments, either do that on our website or via iTunes. Uh, you can hear our podcast via iTunes at Apple. You could subscribe there or via our website, we download through SoundCloud. Thanks again to, for listening to the Career Conversations podcast brought to you by Hunter Recruitment Group.